Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and this is a little bonus to tide you over while we're on break. Last year, Brandon created an eight-episode story for our Patreon set in the aftermath of the Windblown campaign with Queen Terra in charge. I play the lovable doll, Little Dilla, who obviously has a sore throat today. <laughs> Plus this episode, we were joined by a longtime listener and Patreon member, Garrett Bow, who plays possibly the gayest character we've ever had. If you love this episode and want more of this story, go to patreon.com backslash rollgayroleplay. And as a reminder, Roll Gay Roleplay will be back on October 31st with a two-part Halloween special. And after that, we go into Season 6, continuing the Bailing You Out story. And of course, check us out on social media, Roll Gay Roleplay on Instagram, RGRP Podcast on TikTok. Join our Discord, you can chat with the cast and other listeners, we have game nights, movie nights, all that fun stuff. And of course, leave us a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform. That's all from me, here's the episode, bye everyone! Hello again, it's me, Brandon, your real episode Patreon campaign DM. Ooh. And this isn't a pregos. I'm like, a, I'm, I'm big boy. I graduated. Big boy. What did you, what did you graduate to? Oh, DM. Okay, well, you're going to die first. Do we, um, <laughs> I guess, introduce yourselves. This is the start of our, our brand new campaign for our Patreon. We're trying to keep a consistent story for it. Yeah, uh, so we didn't decide in order. So I'll just go ahead and say that it should be Katie, Chris, me, and then our new friend. I would love to go first. Um, hi, my character's name is Cheese. Um, <laughs> and I sent a really hot pick of, essentially, imagine the rat from Ratatouille, except they're people-sized and a rogue. And he's got those like weed-smoking glasses emoji glasses that go down when they're like killer dun, 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 dun. it's like the glasses that just slide onto their face all right it's those deal with it glasses it's like those pixelated deal with it glasses that we used to literally buy in malls in 2009 Incredible. i'm dead <laughs> awesome he's a wood elf rogue just real smelly really dirty are we going to introduce our characters in the whatchamacallit in the in the patreon uh yeah i'll give you time to describe your characters okay and stuff. Then never mind. Hi, my name's Katie, and I'm playing cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hi, I'm Chris, not the DM, and today I'm going to be playing a character chosen by our Patreon members. Wow, well, way to take the easy way out. <laughs> I had to create them. It's hard. I've Customer made... Customer interaction. Since this fucking podcast, I've made like 16 characters. <laughs> Speaking of me, hi, I'm Jonathan. And I will be playing a character that's quite different from what I usually do. Um, as Brandon said, murder hobo. Funny yeah. fact, uh, the professor of strings in my university went to Japan and it was interviewed by uh, a TV station where he said, uh, Japanese strings in a fake European accent, mind you, Japanese strings are, and then he showed an A with his hand, A plus.
And it was really embarrassing. It's on YouTube, and we make fun of him for it to this day. Oh, my gosh. It's hard to recover from embarrassing yourself from front of your students. He has, like, the stereotypical, like, conductor hair. Like, it's it, it falls down <laughs> almost to his shoulders. It's really, like, white. And so every time he, like, conducts, like, it could be, like, a really smooth, a beautiful song, and he's still trying to make his hair move. So, like, it adds <laughs> zhuzh to it, you know? Like, you know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. You need Girl, he, he, no poo life style your hair just gets all volume you know like he yeah you know he does it he knows what he's doing also he was born in like small town kentucky or something and he talked with a british accent like girl bye wow (laughs) (laughs) uh i guess that's me i am garrett or gare or gary and i am playing arquarius invis aka rainbow rainbow aka arc I'm so excited. Yeah, his name is Spanish and Welsh for rainbow. So literally rainbow, rainbow is his name. Rainbow, rainbow. Oh my God. That's like my cleric passant papillon. (laughs) Oh no, uh, pollo papillon, the chicken butterfly. (laughs) So similar. I love a translation name. Well, mine was prettier. (laughs) I I swear to God, we have a question. What is our question this week? Something about like favorite icon, uh, NPC, NPC. Who is your favorite NPC thus far in the campaign, be it either windblown or cursed? Do we want to do the same order? Yeah, sure. I'm the DM here. Um, My favorite NPC character from a previous campaign is, uh, I've been really straightforward with this the entire time. I fucking love Lady Emerald. (laughs) She's the best. Between her Ferris wheel and her, I can't do a Moira Rose accent, but it's like my favorite thing in the world. Yes. I do love Moira so much. I do. And while you probably can't, while you cannot do a Moira Rose accent, I do hope that the next care you make is it's strictly based around Moira Rose and her mannerisms. No way. It's going to be Alexis. A little bit Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. First of all, that made my heart jump. I'm so happy. <laughs> That'd be so much fun. Uh, Katricia. Me? You're, you're next. I like the horse who owns a bar. Edwin. 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 Yeah, the horse that owns a bar. It's his bar, and he just hangs out in a bar all day. What if I was just a horse in a bar? I just wonder how it is, like, maneuvering, like, behind the bar. Like, how is the horse not knocking over glasses? Isn't there, like, robots or something? But I guess if you own the bar, you aren't cleaning. Right. He was overseeing. No, you are. No, 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 no. No, you are. Because if you're a good owner, like you're helping and you're showing and leading by example. So that horse is just breaking everything behind Okay, but like what if Edwin is one of the real housewives? Okay, so that's different. That horse is breaking a glass and then saying that he broke the glass because someone triggered him. <laughs> and <laughs> it's their fault. Because if they had never talked about my ex-boyfriend from 10 years ago, then this would have never happened. And I'd never thrown that bar, that glass across the bar and hit somebody else in the head. And now I have a lawsuit against oh. me. Incredible. So. Okay, so Edwin's just a little more low-key. I will have to say that to this day, my favorite uh, NPC is still Loxiv. I think, yeah, Loxiv. Um, Loxiv was funny. It was the first NPC that I I think we came across. And also Loxiv's voice is like clockable. Like, you can't you can't forget Loxiv's voice. But he also like had to say it whenever he did Loxiv's voice. He had to rev into it. Loxiv. Loxiv. <laughs> yep. That was so good. Uh, my favorite NPC, at least 
to play. And it's hard because they're all like my characters, but maybe it's just because of the amount of times I've gotten to play her. But I love Anna Meek. It's just my favorite. Her like don't give nice. a shit attitude. Madam Cookie, the switching between the scarves is kind of fun. Though I love all of my NPCs. Incredible. I love that. Mine, I feel bad because I'm not confident in her name. Was her name Daisy Mm. towards the end of the campaign? Yes. Daisy. And it's mainly because I feel bad for her for whenever Benny went all psycho and attacked her. (laughs) Yes. Wait, did did she actually attack or did she like threaten very seriously? No, I'm pretty sure she actually threw threw a knife at her. Yeah. She threw a knife at her. That's Hold what it was. Busted her nail off. Yeah. Wait, wait. Brutal. Was Benny's intention, was Benny's intention to yes. hit her with a knife? Yes. Oh, I thought she was just intimidating. Oh. I thought it was She may have been trying to intimidate, but she rolled really shitty, so I made it actually hit. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because oh, Daisy did wow. take some damage. <laughs> and Daisy was being a bitch about the whole thing. I'm not saying I wasn't, but. She gave her like an egg salad sandwich. I feel like she deserved to be a bitch. <laughs> oh, dude. I did enjoy that yeah. sandwich, though. The uh, the motley crew of us, we we were, yeah. Things got real yeah. wild near the end of that campaign. It did. Yeah, it, you know, it literally went from one shit show to the next. <laughs> it was just. <laughs> I'm sorry, not shit show. I mean dumpster fire. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, because the the hijinks and fuckery. Oh my god. I'm reminiscing right now, so let me stop, but yes. I- I'm glad that my NPCs have been brought to life well, and that people at least can remember them. That makes me happy. You know that none of us said Anamik, and Anamik has Anamique. been like... You just didn't listen to me. Just, oh. <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry. Okay, no, I it, it, it clicked with me as I said it, that I was like, wait, shut my up. My answer is Joel Skinner. <laughs> Joel Skinner is my favorite NPC. Oh my god. Go directly to you hell. Know, no one said that uh, werewolf child that you murdered. <laughs> That's weird. I wouldn't have had to murder the child if Tisha didn't kill his dad. <laughs> Just want to take care of him anyways. Oh. I was right in that situation, and no one else was. <laughs> Of course, <laughs> um, of course. Right, like, how did y'all not know that can't. he was evil? Okay, anyway, so. Speaking of evil, let's start a campaign, y'all. Yay! Uh, not, not your campaign <laughs> <Yes>. being evil. <laughs> well, I, was gonna, I was gonna jump off of uh, Chris Lay and Joel Skinner, but we skipped past that. I'm excited for this. <laughs> okay, scene opens. Everyone is standing in a throne room before this super gaudy polished gold throne, like hot pink patent leather padding. The walls of this stone room are lined with fully rhinestoned pink draperies. This room is like absolutely Rococo, floor to ceiling mirrors, gold filigree covering every inch of every surface. It looks like irresponsibly spent new money. Yep. Yeah. I hate you, and I love it at the same time. I can always tell when it's new money who's bought a plot of cheap land out in the middle of the fucking country because they build their house diagonally in the property. <laughs> you know exactly what I mean, though. Like, it's it's not like a... You, it's fucking diagonal. And it always looks dumb. It's so dumb. Sorry. A familiar figure approaches you diagonally from the throne. <laughs> <laughs> in an impossibly large and overwhelming pink ball gown like hard to look at and a huge large blonde wig like like the queen in bridgerton hey y'all so your summons 
kind of explained why I called everyone here. Essentially, we are putting together a team of trusted and qualified individuals comprised of both old and new friends to the crown, that's me, such as yourselves. Uh, I like to call this initiative Terra's Angels. <laughs> yes. And I would like to hand the floor to the angels to describe your characters. Chris, do you want to start? Yes. So my character was chosen by our Patreon poll back in January. And since it ended up being a tie between two characters, I'm going to rotate them out. Uh, but for today, I will be playing the lovable five-inch doll known as Little Dilla. Five and three quarters. Little Dilla. Five and three quarters. I'm eight inches. Shut up. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I have to go. To, I have to go home. Speaking of home, hi, I am Jonathan, and I am playing Blanson Chalmers. Blanson uh, Chalmers. Blanson <laughs> Chalmers is a tortle. Uh, very intelligent, very smart. Um, uh, he carries around a little black book and a master of words, um, but talks very slowly because he's a turtle. So he talks as fast as he moves. He's a wizard and he is 335 years old. Wow. Whoa. Is that considered old for a turtle? No, no, no. Actually, it's like midlife. Like I because tur- turtles live. Turtles live to be about five hundred, I mm-hmm. think, or a thousand. Turtles do. Turtles actually live until about fifty. Damn. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's a. Uh, he's like yeah. He's like in his. You know, he's about my age in his mid thirties. You know. Okay. Yeah, you don't look a day over three hundred. Living the living the dream. Honestly, though, I've like considered changing that to five hundred years old because it doesn't make sense. That's so stupid. Oh yeah, so they changed it to five hundred. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, just uh, just a big old bulky. Um, his entire life, his family is full of uh, knights and uh, big bulky turtles. And he was like, "Nah, kid, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast spells from the back." I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. And that's what he does. <laughs> so yeah, that's what he does. I'm, I'm on my first glass of tequila. Leave me alone. Hey. <laughs> I'm drinking beer because I have to pick my parents up from the airport later. So just a light drink before my drive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I mean it's four hours from now. I'm fine. Yeah, American beer is great. We can't keep talking about drinking piss on this podcast. (laughs) Speaking of piss, check our next. (laughs) Yeah, speaking of piss, my character just smells a little bit like piss. (laughs) Really great angel here. His name is Cheese. He's a wood elf rogue. And you would expect a wood elf to, you know, be, you know, classy, elegant, kind of handsome. But he's just too dirty and unkempt for that to really be applicable. Like, it's hard to find someone attractive when they've got, like, bugs in their hair. So Cheese is me at the height of my depression. (laughs) (laughs) Cheese loves it when things smell like him, you know? Oh, wow. <laughs> that was so descriptive. Uh, yeah, so he's a rogue. Doesn't like talking. Not very happy to be in a very fancy looking place, but definitely looking for things that he can kind of like nick anything expensive he can pawn off really fast. Ah, fun. Uh, I guess that's me. Um,. Like I did say, I'm playing Ark Rainbow Rainbow, 
He is a... I think he's pretty tall. No, he's not. <laughs> he's 5'8". Uh, he's a gemstone dragonborn crystal, so he's like a light blue color. Uh, walks like he's in heels. Very, like, has his back very straight. Beautiful posture. Beautiful gowns. Really all about him. <laughs> Come on, Aretha. <laughs> okay, that's great. Do Does anyone have different pronouns than I would usually use for them? Oh, no. Uh, Blanton's, Blanton's a male. Yeah, I'm he, him. he, him as well. Little Dill is they, them, but I mess it up all the time, so. Cheese is he, him, but like in a way that like animals have gender. Don't worry, he's been neutered. Because of the breath. <laughs> so he's just a cute little guy. Not really just a cute him. little guy. <laughs> oh. Great. With that, Tara makes a, a grand, eloquent gesture and says, well, let's get right to it then. Follow me. You're going to love this. I've allotted for a huge budget to help you all get started. She looks directly at a large floor-to-ceiling mirror to your right and says, You can't adventure in stilettos. And you notice the mirror starts to ripple. Tara looks behind you with a wink (laughs) as she walks completely through it. You are now standing alone in the throne room. Blanton looks to his fellow compatriots and says, well, I guess we gotta follow. And then he, tr- he trudges through the uh, mirror. Is there anything small that isn't nailed down? <laughs> I mean, there's feathers all over the floor. I'm sure you could find like a candlestick around that looks like a very shiny gold. Okay. I'm gonna nick, nick that. <laughs> okay. A few Speedy. little baubles. Yep. Little Dilla will... Uh... And a squirrel will come into the room with a saddle on its back. And little Dilla's going to hop on the squirrel. Incredible. And say, giddy up in Spanish. (laughs) Because the squirrel only speaks Spanish. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) And ride through the mirror. And he's going to go, I've done this before. (laughs) Okay, great. Uh, As you enter through the mirror, you come into a poorly lit corridor that is made of stone. It looks really long, but other than that, it's kind of a tight squeeze in every other dimension. So, like, if you're super tall, or if you look like you're walking in heels, you might have to crouch. As you okay. walk down this path, <laughs> the uh, the corridor opens up into a huge room, but it looks to be in complete disarray. Like oh. cobwebs, broken furniture, inches of dust on every visible surface, books strewn about. But you do notice that there is a 10-foot-tall marble statue in the center of the room of Terra. It has solid gold wings protruding from the back, and it is complete with a jewel-encrusted sword skirt around her waist. Uh (laughs) Standing directly in front of it is Terra, and uh, an old wood elf man in long, dark-colored, rough cloth robes with a little rope tied around his waist. Terra opens up and says, Well, so the budget I was talking about went entirely to this sculpture but as you complete more missions we can justify more funding and improve the space to accommodate each of your requirements and personal taste but this is your new space Terra's Angels HQ the All-Stars Hall of Fame y'all can change the name please take a seat she gestures but there's there's like tables and broken furniture but there's no usable chairs in sight Park will sit on the floor great Blanton uh, realizes that he's probably way too heavy for these chairs. And so he says, 
I'm gonna go into my shell. So don't worry, I'm still listening. And then he just lays down on the floor and then retracts into his shell. Can I Ark, use instead of sitting on chair? the floor, we'll sit on the... Oh, <laughs> that's what Ark was gonna do. No, do it. <laughs> I can climb on like anything. Like monk, monk crisscross applesauce on top of the shell. I'm just hiding. I love that you said crisscross applesauce. It really triggered me for being a teacher. <laughs> You're welcome. All eyes on me. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sitting on a squirrel, so same yeah, thing. Once you all seem settled, uh, Tara starts up again. There are a number of issues threatening the safety of our queendom, some of which are more sensitive than others, and paperwork and bureaucracy are kind of a huge bitch, so I'd rather handle these a little more subtly and kind of illegally. Speaking of which, your first mission will be to put a period at the end of a loose tie from my old adventuring days. She pulls out a small glass jar holding what looks like ashes. You see, back when I was an adventurer, we defeated an enemy at the Beaverhampton Expanse. He was disintegrated by a companion of mine, and I collected some of his ashes for an unspecified future use. His name was Joel Skinner. No. <laughs> I've come to realize that continuing to hold on to these remains or locking them in the treasury might be dangerous, so the best solution would be to destroy them. And after a long discussion with my advisory council, we've decided that the best way to do so would be to throw them into the breathing, breathless, heaving, heaving flames of Madeline Volcano. The only problem is, we don't know its exact location, only the general area. That's why this man is here. And she gestures to the wood elf standing next to her. He kind of straightens his back, and he goes, Hello, my... My name is Adele. Madeline Volcano is a death trap. The only way to reach it is through a long abandoned underground tunnel built a million years ago by an old necromancer's cult. Rumor has it there's an entrance to the cave at the base of the mountain past the river where the water runs under the bridge. It's concealed by magic, most likely. The cave has such an aura of death that even the grass won't grow near it. No one in our village is permitted to go near it for fear of death, although it's surely a superstition. When we were young, children were found smoking dank memes in the dead patches of grass by the mountain base often. Surely, someone like you would have no problem finding the entrance, if it truly exists, and avoiding any booby traps inside. Once you find it, you'll be rolling in the deep in no time. That was seven Adele references. That was great. So I wrote, I tried to write down, I got three Adele references. Uh, I tried to write down as much as you just said right now. Um, Blanton is scribbling inside of his, in, in, inside of his shell. Oh my God. How's he do that? Does he have paper in there? Or does he just write directly on the inside of the shell? Yeah, well, also, he is a is a wizard of the uh, scribe wizard, and so his mind just writes shit for him. Oh. I was going to oh. say, like, dry erase marker, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Blanton says, uh, okay, so when do you want all of this done? Well, if you don't have uh, any questions aside from that, I, I have... Two more things to tell you. Maybe maybe one more. Okay. And then we'll just send you right on your way. How about that? Thank you. Great. Number one is you're going to need this. 
She pulls out a gold ring with a large purple stone on it. Okay. This is a ring of teleportation. Careful, it's the only one we got. Del will take you to his home with it, and he will point you in the right direction. Then you're on your own. There have been a few modifications, including a scrying rune, so I can hear if you're in danger or you need to relay a message, although I will not be able to respond. And a remote detonation switch in case it gets stolen. Or one of you is less trustworthy than we thought and decides to take a vacation on my dime. But you said that you may not be able to pay us. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. I'm a queen. I got money. (laughs) And number two, you're going to need this. And she underhands the jar of ashes to you. I need somebody to make a dex check. Got it. I got it. We Someone definitely should aside from me because I'm throwing my whole body at it. I got a fucking 16, so not even that good. That's good. Yeah, that's because I'm a rogue. I mean, that'll be it. That's that's that does it. Yeah, you catch I the grab the jar easily. and also hip check little Dilla out of the way. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, bonk! Ew, now you smell like cheese. <laughs> oh, but cheese likes it when things smell like him. This is not the worst I've smelled, but it sounds into the wood. <laughs> be very careful. Those ashes need to be disposed of properly. And then she turns quickly, and a large pair of glittery pink dimension doors open up behind her as she teleports out of the room. Oh, You're now nice. left there with Del, who has the ring. And he goes, Well, does anyone need to use the bathroom before we go? I'm a doll. I don't have any urinary tract. <laughs> uh, it's already taken care of. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, no, I am fine. Okay, Del walks up to you all and gets ready to teleport. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. There's a bright flash of purple. And next thing you know, you guys are standing in the middle of a very small village surrounded by dense woods. The village looks a little bit run down and seems comprised entirely of a small church at the center, surrounded by a few very plain homes. It looks kind of empty at first glance. Dell looks at you and says, The people are staying indoors. We don't get many visitors. He points to a small mountain in the distance and says, Follow the dirt road that way for a few miles and you'll find a river. The entrance is most likely on the other side. Don't set fire to the rain. That's a, that's a saying we have here. <laughs> Dilla will put away their fire. Is there something wrong with the rain? I don't, I don't um, know if you can even do it. It's just a thing we say. What if you like to watch it burn? <laughs> I am going to I cast a uh, uh, gust, and there is a little bit of wind behind me, and I'm going to use that wind to help me move a little bit faster to keep up with the group. What's your base walking speed? Because I, I don't know. Uh, what is it? Uh, Thirty feet. Yeah, you're gonna have no problem. Oh, I have a normal walking speed. Can I please have my little uh, fantasy, please? I love it. Yeah, you're you're. You look like you're a little top-heavy, like you just got new legs. You're kind of stumbling forward as you are. <laughs> oh, and this is like a breakneck pace, right? Like, for a turtle. Yes. Yeah, he's leaving skid marks behind him as he walks. <laughs> oh, ew. Oh, wow. Not like so that. I mean, like, fe- okay. Well, <laughs> you said it. Why not both? <laughs> I mean, that's why little Dilla got a squirrel, so that way they can go faster. Because little Dilla's speed was already... I made, I made little Dilla as a rock gnome which their speed is 25 feet. 
So I just lessened that because Little Dill is actually a doll. So so they've got to like hoof it if they want to keep up. So that's why they've got a squirrel to like, haha. But I don't even I don't even know how to say go in Spanish. Like Vamos. Uh, vamanos. Vamanos. Haha. I did know that. I should have known that. Okay. Come on, Chris. Uh Ark's walking speed is forty-five feet. He's a fast boy. Wow. He'll slow down for the others, though. I mean, he is gay. He just walks fast. Right, yes. That's <laughs> He's got his iced coffee. Wow, that was very accurate. I feel touched in my heart. Okay, yeah. Wow. So I am just, uh, I'm trying to keep up with the group. And uh, yeah, that's what we're doing. Okay, so you guys are leaving the town and walking towards the mountain? Yeah. Yeah, as, yeah. We're, as we're leaving the town, uh, Blanson is very, or Mr. Chalmers, Mr. Chalmers is Ooh, very if you're nasty. observant. <laughs> uh, I just want to do like um, uh, a perception or something like that or anything to see if there's anything around us that looks out of place. Oh. Because I'm just very, like I'm a turtle. I'm very paranoid. Yes. Be suspicious of everyone. Oh, mm-hmm. Is this before or after you, you head out on the path? I mean, we're, I, we uh, say that we started walking, but yeah, I'm just looking. I mean, it seems like a normal dirt path the only thing that you really are noticing give me a give me a perception check okay that is a dirty 20 oh dirty 20 okay um as you're leaving you notice that the town seems like borderline abandoned the houses are in a little bit of disarray and this Dell walks to the church he doesn't walk to the home which it seems like he might live there or work there or whatever other than that, the forest is nice. It's just a clearing in the space, kind of untouched by people. As you walk down the road, you notice there's not a lot of footprints going down this path. It seems like it might not be used often. Um, I look at the rest of the group and I say, Okay, well, there might be danger, but nothing more than usual. Let's proceed forward. Okay, as you guys are walking, a river cuts across your path, cutting the dirt road. There's a small wooden footbridge with a rope tied at both ends of the handrails, blocking you from crossing. And there's a sign hanging from the rope with elvish text and a picture of red circle with a line through it. Does anybody speak elvish? Yes. Nice. I do. What does it say? If you read the sign, it says, danger, do not cross. But it also looks like somebody scratched out the word cross and wrote fart with a fantasy sharpie. <laughs> I, sh- I fart immediately. <laughs> Did it do anything? No, it doesn't. It's just a side that someone vandalized. Okay, and it's a gnarly fart, y'all. Whoa! I need all of you to make constitution checks. Oh! I, like, recede. Not silent. I want to recede into my shell. Like a con Um, check or a con save? Con save. You sure you don't want to air your shell out, Jonathan? Uh, That's a dirty 20 for Ark. Dilla got a nine. It's just dirty. A nine. Uh, oh, constitution. Little, I don't know if Lil Dilla can throw up. I imagine oh you you go to lurch and like some stuffing comes out. <laughs> That's my insides. Some wool. Oh yeah, I rolled a six, so <clears throat> you are uncomfortable for sure. This is everyone knows what just happened and is unhappy. Man, I'm fabric. except for a Rainbow Rainbow. You seem fine. I'm so sorry. I can also I can hold my breath for one hour at a time. It says here. So starting yeah, now. like I got like I heard it and I was just like, oh, absolutely not. So I, I'm holding my breath and and not talking. 
Oh. Great. So you're all standing at the front of this bridge smelling each other's farts. <laughs> hey, that's Mr. smelling each other's farts to you. <laughs> so glad Because we're nasty. Ark will try to cross it. Oh, yeah. He, he, he'll just say, let me try to do this first. I believe if there's danger, I will be the best to handle it. And he'll start walking across. Don't fart. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> I mean, it seems like a normal bridge to you. You just cross it. Okay. Little Dilla will follow, but the squirrel's going to climb along the rope on the side. Great. Can I do, like, just a perception check to see if the bridge is handling two people's weights? Or, like, one plus a quarter people's weights? Yeah, go for it. Nice. I got Hmm. a 22. This bridge looks like it's not doing great, but also looks like it's just old. It's a little wooden, rickety bridge. Okay, Cheese is gonna wait until every like everyone's crossed the bridge before <laughs> he heads over. Uh, Blanton weighs like four hundred and fifty pounds, so I'm assuming I can just walk. Up. I can literally just go through the water. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> Isn't it like a huge ravine. <laughs> Fuck this bridge. Yeah, so I like I go into the water, and then as I'm under, am I underwater? Because I mean, is how deep is it? It's honestly not a very intense river. It's maybe oh. ten feet across and two or three feet deep. Oh my god! Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I just I just walk across the 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 river itself. Uh, I don't know, maybe to wipe the stink off of me from cheese, and then um, do I do I make it to the other side? Do you need me to make any checks or anything? No, you're good. You're just walking through river. Yeah. See, I was thinking like rushing river. Like if we fall in, we could be swept away. <laughs> no, it's a cute little scenic. It's a nice spot. Okay. I assume cheese follows. Yeah, just walking. As you cross the bridge, you approach a beautiful little lush clearing in the woods at the base of the mountain. You hear birds chirping and wind rustling through the trees. It's just kind of a really nice spot for a picnic. Doesn't seem very evil as far as you can tell. I fart. Oh, the mountain collapses and you all die. (laughs) Ah, yeah, I knew it. It's just a clearing in the woods. You see the, the side of the mountain right in front of you and the rest is kind of thick foliage. Okay, I did not listen. What what are we doing here? Farting. Farting. Yep. No one. No one listened. Do you see how it feels, Brandon? <laughs> You're looking for a door. <laughs> we have to take these ashes to the volcano, Madeline Vol- right. Volcano. So where's the volcano? Which way do we go? We're trying to find the entrance. Uh, aren't we looking? <laughs> we're just going for, to the mountain. We're looking for a mountain base. Oh, I don't like feeling stupid. So do you want to want to give me a like a uh, history Probably check? Is there a history things. check? Yeah. Oh my god, I can do that. Oh, I don't see that. There's a point for Dilla. I rolled a natural one. <laughs> you have no oh, idea why you're here. Goodness. <laughs> you got concussed. I, I mean, like, I literally wrote this shit down, too. So that's the problem. And you know what? I, I wrote a natural run, so I don't even remember that I have my spell book that I'm writing shit in. <sighs> oh, my God. <laughs> Look, where's my ID? Damn it. Do you want me to roll a history check? I would love yeah. for any of you to roll something above I'll a 10 on a history check. I rolled a 10. I rolled a 3. <laughs> a 10 is good God. enough. I I'll give it to you. Four. <laughs> Jesus, y'all. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay. not stupid. <laughs> Dilla recalls something about an underground volcano, a magic door that could be hidden, and a oh, necromancer yeah. lair that's abandoned. Okay, that's right. So we need to look for a magic door. So 
You remember when you asked us about that ring thing that Amber had and everyone was like, you never mentioned. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yes, this is exactly, this is the same thing. Now I get it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say you can't adventure in stilettos like that because that was Tara's password. Uh, that's good. Nothing happened. Did anything happen? Can we investigate the um, like mountainside to see if we like find a opening? It's a hidden door. The entrance is uh, an area where even the grass won't grow. Mm. Can I make a survival check? Yeah, if anyone wants to give me a survival perception investigation. I, I got it, guys. I got it. Lil Dilla is going to go on the squirrel and go, Vamanos in Spanish, and run straight into the hillside. Oh I think God. it's a fake door. We're running straight into it. Don't. Oh, goodness. Did that do anything? Um, yeah, you take one point of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> I rolled a 17 on survival. And I rolled a 15 on investigation. That's animal abuse. This isn't a door. Let the, the squirrel stopped short this. and Dilla flew off and hit his head bare head. <laughs> oh uh, the two of you that rolled decently can notice that there is a maybe three foot semicircle patch of dead grass around a portion of this mountain. But other than that, it's just kind of a, a wooded clearing. Can I, can I go over there? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so I walk on over there. Okay. And then I have claws, so I'm going to dig. <laughs> Do you want me to join? I have claws, too. <laughs> yeah, and as I'm digging, I want to use gust to kind of move the sand out of the, um, the sand, move the dirt out of the way. As So you see, like, my hands turn to, like, it looks like, like, um, getting very anime, but like the gust is like a little drill around my claws as I'm nice. digging through the earth. That's good. Okay. Can you, you're a wizard, right? Yes. Give me an arcana check as you're digging. Arcana? Okay. 17. 17. You smell or you can sense. I don't know how good turtles smell. You feel an aura of illusion magic. And you would know in your studies that you can reveal an illusion through either an intelligence check or some sort of dispelling or magic means. Magic means. I look at the rest of my compatriots and I say, oh, friends, it seems that there's an illusion around us and we have to figure out how to get through it to find the entrance to the cave. Does anyone have a way? Or I can figure it out myself. And as I do that, I flash my claws and I'm about to start ripping things. Oh my god. I don't have any magic to test. Oh wait, I have like thieves. I'm like a thief. Can I like sense anything? Mm. No. No. <laughs> Little Dilla will take out a glass bottle from his pack and just break it on the ground and say, You fucking open, bitch! Do it! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, Did it work? It does. You feel like the mountain might be a little scared of you. Yeah. Um, I Can I just do a raw intelligence check then? Yeah, do it. 16. That'll do it. As you approach the door, you are feeling around for magical means, and you, you touch the surface of the mountain, and that's enough to break the illusion. In front of you, uh, you see that the what was a flat surface of the wall reveals a carved stone face roughly the size of a door. The eyes are glinting red with gemstones, and what looks like a nose sticking out of the center is the gilded hilt of a blade embedded with little gemstones. 
The mouth is open to reveal a stone basin on the inside. And written right below the basin, in common, it says, A blood tax will pay the fee if one does not have a key. I walk over to Cheese, and I'm going to pick Cheese up. (laughs) And then I'm going to walk Cheese over to the, um... Cheese, are you resisting this at all? I'm squeezing and wiggling. (laughs) Great. (laughs) I'm going to walk Cheese over to what what the sign says in common. And so I put cheese down and I say, a blood tax will open the door, shed your blood as a sacrifice, and we can go in. And you just elected me? <laughs> Fucking cut yourself, please. Uh, oh, my oh, my God. God. Oh, my God. already got a pretty dirty look on his face, but it's going to get dirtier. <laughs> Literally and figuratively, as he uh, cuts some blood, you see he takes out one of his many daggers and uh, drops blood on whatever. Okay, you see that a few drops of blood fall into the basin, and the eyes start to glow. It looks like the blood is is going through it almost like a fountain and coming out of the eyes and falling back into the mouth as the door opens up and lets you guys in. As it's opening, I say to cheese those gems and the eyes of this thing look mighty expensive maybe an eye for an eye and i shove him up to the emeralds or to the gems oh yeah i'm looking a lot happier now (laughs) can i try to rip him out yeah i think (laughs) absolutely you don't have to roll for it you can kind of finagle some gems out of this thing Nice. I've got like three daggers to waste prying things out of stuff. <laughs> use your shittiest dagger to pry stuff out. Yeah, exactly. I also use it to clean my teeth. While the door was opening, Lil Dilla and the squirrel were fighting because they were like, come on, it's you. Sorry, this is your time. Come on. <laughs> you were trying to cut the squirrel? Yeah, but the squirrel's really strong. Oh, oh my God. The cave opens up and you notice that there's kind of a, a roughly carved space creating a well, a negative space in this mountain to create a room. But that's really all you can see from the outside. Um, I immediately, as uh, Blanton Chalmers, uh, Mr. Chalms, to go, I go inside. I think that Lil Dilla and the squirrel will walk separately into the cave. Um, well, I mean, okay, I, I look at y'all and I say, I am super sturdy. So if any of these raggedy bitches decide to attack me, I could just recede into my turtle shell, and then y'all can surprise them. And then I, I mean, got room for one more? I Whoa. don't. Sorry, I like to be alone. And then oh I um, I walk into it. I would like to like I would like to go in alone, basically. And if I'm going to be attacked, I will be f- just fine. I promise. Okay. Okay. As you enter the space, you notice that it it's a pretty small room. It's filled with all sorts of like weird scientific and magical experimental equipment. There's glass jars containing various liquids and preserved creatures on the desk, tables, bookshelves. But the space is a mess. Shattered glass, various scattered notes, thick dust. Thick dust. So it hasn't been touched in a long time. Yeah. Well, T-H-I-C-C. Okay. It's just really sexy dust. I hate you. <laughs> yes. They're dust honeys, am I right? Oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> yes. yes! Dust honeys. <laughs> Other than a large carpet in the middle of the room, 
it's uh, devoid of any decoration. The air smells stare. Stale. Stare? Stale. <laughs> stale. This air smells stare. <laughs> I fucking hate you so um, much. <laughs> I'm gonna do I'm gonna do an intelligence check. And then um if it feels safe to me, I'll let I'll tell everybody to come in. Okay. So intelligence check. Okay, I got a thirteen. Thirteen. You recognize what some of this equipment might be used for? It looks like it's it's magical in nature. Maybe they were creating spells. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't look like there's any sort of illusions around here. All right, cool. I see. Uh, okay, friends. No raggedy bitches this way. Come on in. Lol. Little Dilla will go in, but as they do, they're going to like double backflip, kickflip, and then throw half of their ball bearings on the ground. Like, Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I trust you, but I don't trust you. So I just threw 500 ball bearings across the ground as I entered. Oh my god. Give me a perception check. 8 plus 3, 11. As you throw these ball bearings around, uh, you notice that some of them clack as they hit the floor, and some of them just sort of bounce a bit and make a hollow sound. Oh! <laughs> oh! Follow the sound! Oh man, I, I released a lot of balls. Hang on. It was... over there? Er... Fuck! And then little Dilla will start jumping on tiles like Mario butt bounce. I'm tapping double A. I'm tapping A twice. Double tap A. <laughs> Great. Are you, you're ground pounding, I guess. Yeah, I'm ground pounding. I couldn't think of the fucking word. <laughs> As I notice where he's ground pounding, and I hear, do I, do I hear the more hollow spaces? Yes. Little Dilla, as they're jumping, can feel a little bit of give when they jump on top of the carpeted area. Okay. And you also hear the hollow sound as he's jumping in that space. I take my 450 pounds. Uh-oh. And with the gust of wind, um, I'm running towards that. And then I say, little Dilla, move. Oh and then I jump with my, I have a ring of jumping. Get him. And with oh my, my ring of jumping... I am going to jump like three times my jumping speed into the air, rescind into my like into my turtle shell, and then fall down on that hollow space. Oh man! I want to come down with a crashing blaze of glory. Wow. Can I I'm make a deck save to get out of the way? I was like, just gonna move the rug. <laughs> yeah, right. <Don't> <laughs> yeah, make a make a deck save. This could turn out very poorly. Ah. Oh. 16 plus 5, 21. You're fine. Look at God. Look nice. at God. How do you dodge? <laughs> I think I just hang on to the carpet while Dragonborn Friend pulls it out of the way. And I mean, I am missling into this. <laughs> <laughs> I just grab onto the carpet like it's going to save me. Ah! I was going to say, while little Dillo was like doing the jumping and stuff, Ark probably took out his flute and was playing the Flight of the Bumblebee. As he's like double jumping everywhere. <laughs> I was going from, from yes. like Mars by Holst. <laughs> it's I, I want war. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as Blanson hits the floor, there's this awful splintering noise. And what you could assume was a wooden door below. Oh, wait, the carpet was pulled out, right? <laughs> yeah. You, I I, yeah, I think it was like a deal. simultaneous me pulling the carpet as <laughs> Little Dilla was hanging on as Blanston fell on top of where it used to be. 
you see a flash of wood before it gets absolutely demolished by this turtle shell, <laughs> turtle shell, slamming it up. <laughs> and I need Blanson to make a deck save. Oh, great. I have... Oh, uh, I have disadvantages on deck saves while oh, I'm in my show. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a 19. Oh, that's a 19 with disadvantage? Yeah, and a natural 20. Oh my god. Yes. Oh, damn. Damn. Uh, you, wow. you come down hard, but you Yay does. Uh, hit a surface as you go through the door, and you notice oh. that it's slick. So you grab the edge of this little hole in the floor. As you notice, you are now laying on your back on what is an essentially a slide. Oh. oh. <laughs> so I look at everyone. I get myself out, and I look at everyone as I uh, get out of my turtle shell, and I say, Okay, it seems that was unnecessary, <laughs> but there's a slide. And then I pick up cheese once again. Stop. <laughs> Stop doing this. Stop doing this. <laughs> Do you have Cheese's consent to pick him up? You, do you want to resist? I'm just really wiggly. I'm not very strong. I'm just really wiggly. <laughs> and it's, yeah, and so here's the thing is that I'm never going to do the thing to you. I'm always going to put you into the situation now. So then um, I walk Cheese up to the slide and I put Cheese down and I, and I say, you're, you're pretty stealthy. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to? You. You owe me for the blood. (laughs) You did that of your own volition. I just provided you with the situation. My dare class in high school said peer pressure (laughs) (laughs) Um, is is a killer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As you said that, uh, Blanson writes dare in uh, in his book. (laughs) <laughs> and then he puts his book away like very pristinely, very upper crust, puts his book away, rescinds into uh in, into his turtle shell, and then rockets down the uh the slide. Great. Blanson disappears into pitch black. Awesome. Lil Dilla's in. Lil Dilla will take out his abacus that he has and put it underneath the squirrel's legs and then say, Go again, Vamanos in Spanish. And we'll go down the slide on the abacus like a surfboard. <laughs> Great. Like a wakeboard. Are you two staying up here? I'll wait for everyone else to go. Yeah, is something happening? Is anything bad happening to them? <laughs> you don't really hear anything. I mean, it depends on how long you stand up there waiting. Are you just... I didn't even check. <laughs> I'm waiting until they land. <laughs> okay. Then we will... Do I hear something? Twice. We'll follow our two compatriots that went down the hole. That's what she said. so you two are sliding downward pitch black several minutes pass and you are just falling oh man do either of you have dark vision uh let me see do i have dark vision i don't think that i i do not no little dilla also does not oh i do i have dark vision you do yeah okay uh you notice there's a, a stone floor directly at the slide landing and it is approaching oh. very quickly. Oh, no. Um, jump? Wait, that sounds dumb. Uh, don't come out of your shell. And little Dilla's going to jump off the squirrel to try and... I don't know what I'm doing. This is bad. Uh, there's a floor dead ahead, and we're going to hit it hard. And little Dilla's going to jump off of their squirrel. And going to use 
uh, a water skin as a parachute to try and calmly float down. Oh my God. Okay, water skin uh, as in a water. Do bottle. I hear little? Do I hear little Dilla say that? There's a floor, and I'm gonna get hurt. Yeah, I think he. I think he yelled it. I think he jumped in shortly after you. So. All right, cool. Can I use gust to push against me to slow me down? Yeah, absolutely. All right, yeah. So I'm using gust to like really push Hell me. Yeah. It, I mean, it may not. I'm, with how fast I'm going, it may not do too much too much help. But like, I just want to try at least slow it down a little bit. Okay. Um, you also see there's a very light light at the base of this, and you can start to see the floor approaching. You also see little Dilla floating their way across towards this this stone landing. And I assume landing safely. Is your squirrel there too? Don't care. Okay, it's a flying squirrel, so it's fine. (laughs) And so it begins. (laughs) Yes! um, Flying squirrel. Blanson, I need you to make an intelligence check as you're coming up on this stone floor. All right. Uh, 21. Damn. Okay, you can see that there is a discrepancy in the floorings. There's a little bit of discoloration, a, a little bit at the, the base of where your slide ends. It looks pristine, brand new, untouched. But if you look a couple feet further, it looks like worn stone that's been there for years and years and years. And that's where Dilla's standing safely. Okay, Um, I want to use my ring of jumping to jump and miss that pristine part of the floor okay give me an acrobatics check with wait do you have acrobatics or athletics with advantage oh 10 16 and 10 that's totally fine you land a little harder than you probably would have wanted but you make it past that pristine stone these meganese if if we were to yell up, can they hear us? You have no way of knowing that. Okay. But yeah, I was going to say, like, did we hear any of this commotion? <laughs> and we'll go back up to them in a second. Is there anything else in this room that we need to focus on aside from the tiles being different shades? It's just another stone corridor. There's some little glowing torches around, but they look like there's some sort of magic towards, like, a glowing stone. Um, I have a quarter staff. If I go like to the to the to the edge of where the new tile meets the old and I bang, can I can I bang on the new tile? Yeah, the second your quarterstaff touches that pristine stone, the illusion disappears and you notice that it's a spike trap. Oh shit. Okay. Oh shit. Wait, what? I had a feeling. And I think with oh. that, we'll go back up to our, our top side people. <laughs> So, did we hear, like, any of the commotion happen? You heard Dilla yelling at the very beginning of, about the something stone differences before they jumped. Okay. I am going to look at Cheese and say, permission to hold you? <laughs> oh, it's got really romantic. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for asking. I'm not like the Azels. <laughs> and if you let me, I will pick you up, and as bonus action, I'm going to manifest my spectral rainbow wings. Oh. And I'm just going to fly down the hole. Yes! How long do those wings last? A minute. Oh. 
they were sliding down that thing for a few minutes. Do you want to wait? Oh, it was? Then I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I would still hold cheese and, like, start going. I'm going to go ahead first. Okay. <laughs> Can I, once I hear, like, any motion on the slide, Little Dilla will start playing their flute to try and give you an idea of where we're at? Ooh. Absolutely. You hear the okay. f- flute music as you're coming down. And you start to see the same thing that they did as they were approaching. You see okay. a faint light, some stone, but this time the illusion of the nice stone is not there because it's already been dispelled. It's just a large spike trap at the bottom. Okay, I'll manifest my wings like right before we exit the hole. So like as I emerge, you just see like these glowing rainbow wings as I fly to where they are. <laughs> you take to the sky and I just want, I want a little strength check. To see if mm-hmm. you can hang on to our friend. <laughs> oh, cheese isn't being wiggly either. Just a strength. Cheese is being less, less, just less a DC wiggly. ten strength. That's a four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm more dexterous than I am strong. <laughs> As you jump from the slide, your wings emerge. You beautifully take to the sky, and I think cheese being used to getting grabbed against their will is a little uncomfortable. The stereo. Maybe wiggles without realizing <laughs> and kind of jostles their way loose from your grip as they're falling, I'm going to say, 10 feet into the spike trap. Okay. Are Can you... I make a dex? Yes. Or... Okay, nice. Make a dex save with disadvantage because you were expecting to be carried. But I'm a rogue. <laughs> okay, fine. I still got a 23, so... Oh my god. <laughs> How do you avoid the spike trap? Oh, I just twist out of the way like a fucking cat. <laughs> Great. It's kind of weird because he looks really like like a dirty little creature wiggling around. Gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, good job. I'm glad you're not hurt. Gross. Thanks. You don't smell great either. I smell like you. <laughs> <laughs> You've landed safely at the base of the slide and you notice that the only real path from here is against the opposite wall. There's a, a threshold of a door. No door, just like an open threshold. And above it is written, watch out for falling rocks in common. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. I'm going through every little item I have. Can I just dash through it? Yeah, go for it. If I dash, I go 90 feet. Okay. You run through this open doorway. And as you enter the space, the little manufactured stone corridor you were in opens up into this beautiful natural cave. It smells moist. You can see like (laughs) little funguses and mosses growing along the walls. There's uh, stalactites hanging from the ceiling. And you notice there's little like blue glowy jemmies that you saw in the torches earlier dotting the ceiling. There's also a pool of water in the middle of the space this like natural cave that a pedestal is protruding from the center of on top of that pedestal is a shockingly large diamond i'm drawn to it <laughs> that diamond looks oddly suspicious maybe we shouldn't touch it can i just like inspect the pedestal without touching it yeah give me an investigation check that's a 12 it looks unnatural in this space everything else looks very 
like it was here from the very beginning. This looks like it was placed here. Can I also do an investigation? Yeah. But like an investigation as in, I want to see if I can pry this thing out. Oh my God. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. I mean, it's laying on top. You could just grab it. No. Is there a trap? Do you want to investigate it? Can I like try to keep cheese from doing so? I got a 13. Yeah, roll in a post. If you can make a, how do you want to stop them? Do you want to like physically grab them or? Yeah, I'd like try to grab their wrist. <laughs> uh, make an, yeah, either enough, make a sleight of hand to try and grab them before they. Okay. I like that. If you can beat their 13. That is a 15. Okay, you're able to kind of like snatch them before they dive on top of this diamond. <laughs> I'll yeah. say, I know I told you I was not like the others, but I don't think that is a good idea. Because I touched you without your consent. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking. I don't know why everyone assumes that I can't just look. You will reaching for the diamonds. That's not just looking. To see if there was a trap. Can you know? both of you make a wisdom saving throw for me? Oh, God. Oh. At least I'm kind of wise. That's a 16. I got a 17. Oh, you're both fine. It's just a really pretty gemstone. I look like that fucking monkey in Aladdin, by the way. <laughs> um, Apu? Can I, roll, can I roll an intelligence check? Yeah, go for it. For illusory magic? Oh. 23. This is not an illusion, but that gemstone has something going on. There's magic. Magic. Okay. Can I just try and like knock it off the pedestal by throwing a candle at it? I have a candle. Bonk. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Do you a, a ranged attack roll. Okay. Jesus. Yes. Okay. 18 plus 523. Yeah. You clock this gemstone and it, it falls off the pedestal into the little pool of water below. And the pedestal it was on starts to sink into the floor. No. Into the water. Oh, no. As the room starts to rumble and vibrate. And a couple of the stalactites fall from the ceiling. I need deck saves from everybody. Oh, man. That is a 26. My bad, y'all. 13. Oh, that's fine. Natural one. Rip. A six six from Blanson. Pierces the doll and the soul. (laughs) Okay. um, You're both going to take five damage. That's not that bad. From a falling rock. Okay. Okay. Fuck. Ow. And... As the pedestal sinks into the floor, the gemstone rises back up out of the water, and all of these fallen stones that crashed into the ground congeal, that's not the right word, coalesce around this diamond to create a golem. A golem. Oh, wow. It locks eyes with the person that clocked it with a rock off the pedestal, and it heads right for Dilla. I need everyone to roll initiative. Wow. Okay. 21. 15. 13. Blanton Chalmers got eight. Cheese is going to start us off. Nice. Cheese is ready for action. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Well, I only get one attack per action. That sucks. But I am going to ready my reaction that allows me to... Oh, to uncanny dodge. So I just want to ready my uncanny dodge. And once once per turn, that's once every time I hit, right? I mean, it depends on what it is. If it's like an add damage, then yeah. yeah. Oh, it's sneak attack. So it's like once per turn, you can add an extra 3d6. Yeah. I, the, the best thing about rogues is that you get an automatic sneak attack. Perfect. Basically. Okay, perfect. This is my first time playing a rogue. So if I sound like baby, it's, 
It's because I'm baby. You're doing amazing, sweetie. All right, I'm going to attack with my rapier. Okay. Give me an attack roll. Does a 22 hit? A 22 does hit. God, what if it didn't hit? Nice. So that's 10 plus 3d6. 10 plus 10. So that's 20 points of damage. Cool. You chip off a little bit of rock from it. Oh, and I make a ka-chow noise. (laughs) That's it. Oh, sorry. Next is um, Rainbow Rainbow Arc. Okay. Am I, like, already right by it? I think you're all within 10, 15 feet. Probably you and uh, Cheese are the closest. Okay. So first, since I'm not five feet away, I'm going to do a Radiant Sunbolt as my first attack. You see, like, in my hand, this globe of rainbow (laughs) light forms, and I lob it up in the air and do, like, that backwards soccer kick if you're, like, trying to go into the goal. Oh, Pele. And that is a 19 to hit. That does it. Nice. That's going to be nine radiant damage. Then for my second attack, I'm going to move in and do an open palm unarmed strike. That's a nat 20. Oh, shit. Nice! Uh, so that's going to be 14 bludgeoning damage. It's not magical yet because I'm not high enough monk level. Okay. And then <laughs> I'm going to spend two key points and I'm casting Burning Hands. Yes. I have uh, Searing Arc Strike. Immediately after you, t- you take the attack action on your turn, you can spend two key points to cast the Burning Hands spell as a bonus action. Skit, you better. Awesome. Yes. I have wanted to play this type of monk for so long. Uh, that's a dex save of 14. Oh, dex save. Okay. So I got a negative one dex. That is a three. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yes. Take... Ooh, uh, that is 11 fire damage. Nice. Okay. It looks like your magical attacks have definitely been doing significantly more damage than your physical hits. Awesome. That is my turn. Ooh. That's like the most accurate playing of a monk we've had on the show. Uh, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Next is um, Dilla. Yeah. All right. I would like to throw. Oh, man. The idea of having a character that doesn't have weapons is really cute until it, you're in battle. <laughs> right? But I do have blow darts. I just don't have a way to blow them. So I would like to throw my blow dart needles. Like just a handful of them. <laughs> Okay, give me a, a ranged attack. Well, 15? No, that doesn't... It. You oh. throw your needles or your whatever it is, your blow darts, and they just kind of ting yes. off of its rocky surface. Okay, well then I would like to use my bonus action. Uh, I would like to use fast hands. You can use the bonus action granted by your cunning action to make a sleight of hand check to take the use an object action, and the object I want to use is... Uh, I'd like to light my incense and uh, get it in its face. Because <laughs> it's like a sparkler. It's hot. Okay. And also maybe it's an insect, and it will repel it. Maybe. As you light it up, you notice that this is a very enclosed space, and the smoke is starting to gather at the top of the cave. I mean, I don't have lungs. <laughs> <laughs> I did roll a natural 20 oh my on my sleight of hand check, by the way. So. He didn't even see you light it. He has no idea. So I've lit incense. That's what I've done for my turn, everyone. <laughs> Wonderful. Congrats. Beautiful. This golem looks a little upset because he's more damaged than he thought he would be right off the bat and turns yes. to 
our, our friend Rainbow, who hit mm. him the hardest, taking two slam attacks against you. Hi. <laughs> wow. Ooh. 13 plus 8, 21. I Oof. am going to reaction, use my ring, my band of shielding, so my AC is now 22 for the round. Yes. Oh shit, okay. So you jump out of the way of that one, and, or, does your shield have, like, a look to it? Does it... So, my ring itself is, like, a black, so this, like, shimmering, I'd say, like, a, like if you saw, like, a black-tinted window shield appears in front of me. Yes. Very cool. That's so cool. That's so good. No photos. <laughs> <laughs> the creature looks very confused as it thinks it slams into you and, and stops short on this tinted visage. Oh, that is so cute, honey. <laughs> Second attack also just slams right against it. It looks really frustrated and yes. starts to meld into the stone of the floor as it disappears from your sight. Oh, no, uh -oh. I don't like that. <laughs> oh... Next up is Interesting. You're going down, you earthen whore. Oh and, my god. Uh, I'm going to attack it. Earthen whore? Does a natural 20 hit? <laughs> oh. Wait, but I thought it disappeared. Oh man, it really would have hit. Yeah, because it's not there. It's melting. I thought back I thought I thought a piece of it. Oh, I thought it was a piece of it. Nah, it it fully went into the floor. So it's all okay. gone. Well, that, you know, that didn't do anything. What um, a great role that was, though. Did you want to do something else instead of that? Yeah. Can I do a perception check or, like, some kind of uh, intelligence check to see where it is? You should do an arcana. Arcana. 19. 19. You can sense the same magic on the diamond that you felt earlier in the floor, maybe five feet behind you. <laughs> can I... Use my ring of jumping and crash down on this thing. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to jump <laughs> into the air, rescind into my turtle shell. No, actually, no, I can't because uh, rescinding into my turtle shell is an action. So I'm just going to body slam myself into the floor, but triple the height. Geronimo. And then <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit the floor. Okay, how high... You say you jumped 30 feet into the air? Yeah, but then that's tripled. That's tripled? Oh my god. Damn. What does that mean? Because the ring of jumping triples. The, the you have a 30-foot jump. jump height normally? I don't know what my, what my jumping speed is, my jumping thing is. I just assume it's my walking speed. I actually don't know either, but I also it's don't think it's 30 feet. It shouldn't be that, I don't uh, Hold on, hold on. Google. Especially as a turtle. <laughs> turtle jump what makes you think this turtle is on like springs <laughs> especially when you weigh 400 pounds <laughs> i got moon boots on what your strength determines how far you can jump in what regard i don't know is three plus your strength modifier oh so uh my strength modifier is three so three plus three is six six times three is 18 so i jump 18 feet into the air okay so we're gonna make this like falling damage and we're gonna say that you're rolling two d6 of damage. Wait, I don't have like a. I can't do like a check against that. This is the damage that you're inflicting, not on, not that you're taking. Oh, okay. Yeah. So two d6 falling damage onto uh, Miss Thing over there. Six damage. Uh -huh. So you hear uh you hear Blanton's a, rah, rah, and he just starts <laughs> yelling as he jumps into the air. And is still yelling as he falls onto a square 
Like the reflexes were so fast that y'all don't understand why he was jumping in the air, but he's doing it. As Blanton crashes down to the floor. Yo, how the fuck he get up there? <laughs> Did he just jump 30 feet in the air? <laughs> There's a large divot in the stone now. And as you start to get up from where you landed, you notice that the diamond that was part of the stone monster is where you landed. Oh, nice. As it, it slowly moves back under the stone because it fucking, well, I guess it can't move. It's not its turn. Yeah, the diamond is revealed. So you, you smash into the floor, hurt it a little bit, and now you see it. I've used my action and my bonus action, so I can't do anything else. Back to the top, it's cheese. Nice. I'm going to go directly for the gemstone. Yes. Give me that fucking diamond. <laughs> <laughs> and I am hitting it with, like, the hilt of my sword. So it's to, like, break it apart. I don't think I can stab a rock. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a 14, but I'm going to re-roll it because I'm lucky I get one charge. Okay. Okay, 17. Does a 17 hit? 17 meets, so yeah, you hit it. Nice. So I'm going to do 8 plus 6 is 14 damage. And I'm like bonking it <laughs> as hard as I can. Like as hard as I can. Like I can make a strength check too if you want, like... Well, you've hit it before, and you feel like hitting it in the diamond, it, it has more give than when you hit it in the stone before. It feels like you hurt it more. This diamond is squishy? <laughs> <laughs> it's the core of the golem. That's his insides. That's all I can do. Rainbow. Okay, um, I'm going to take a couple Radiant Sunbolt lobs this time he's throwing them like dodgeballs at the diamond first one is a 17 it's a hit five radiant damage second attack is also a 17 nice yes for 10 radiant damage and then he'll spend another key point i think that gives me one more of those types of attacks yeah when you take the attack action on your turn spend one to do it again as a bonus action so that is a 22. That hits. That's another nine radiant damage. All these just rainbow spheres. Yeah, this thing looks, well, I guess it doesn't look bloodied, but... Gravelly. Yeah, you see the, the diamond surface has a bit of a scratch to it now. I knew it was fake. <laughs> After that is Dilla, coincidentally. <laughs> good. I mean, Dilla's good for talking shit. Um, but for, you know, damage, I am struggling to figure out <laughs> what they can do. It's just, it's still a, a gemstone, yeah? It's not a full. I'm going to light up my torch, and I'm going to brand it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> my torch is, of course, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but Little Dilla can bend metal. Uh, it's one of their hobbies. They can bend metal? Yeah, one of their hobbies is bending metal. It takes time. It's uh, They used to live with the Pennsylvania Dutch. That's a long story there. But they learned how to bend metal with their body. And so they bent metal. Their torches actually has like little LD on it. So oh I would like God. to brand the gemstone with, with little Dilla's initials. <laughs> okay. As an action. Um, make just an attack roll and add your dex to it? I'm going to cool. consider this finesse. I'm not sure why, but... Uh, 18 plus 2, 20. Oh my god. God damn it. <laughs> that, I mean, it hits. I roll a, a d4 for damage. Okay. 
I rolled a two, but when little Dilla pulls the torch back off, you realize that the L and the D are flipped. So it's actually a backwards LD. Damn it! <laughs> okay, well now this diamond has a little imprint of a DL, I guess, or a backwards. Yeah, a mirror image of an LD. Bullshit! Great. Um, with that, the golem reaches, you see a, an arm of stone reach out from the floor where the diamond is. And it oh. goes to hit the turtle that exposed its gem. <laughs> so a slam attack is going to be a 15 plus 8, 23. Yikes. Um, if I do... Damn, even if I did shield, it wouldn't work. Okay, never mind. Um, I'm going to take damage. Okay, that is 2d8 plus 5. So let me go get some d8. I'm surprised I fucking hit anybody. <laughs> I know what it's like now, Chris. This is awful. Right? DMing is so hard sometimes. <laughs> okay, that's going to be 12 plus 5, 18 damage. 17. 17. 17 damage. Math is tough. Okay, so that's the, the first attack. And you notice that another arm pillars out from the floor and goes for oh, the fucking little shit. doll that just branded it. <laughs> That's a 7 plus 8, 15. Yeah, that hits. 4. Oh, God. 14 plus 5 is 19. 19 damage. Oh. Yeah, he's a big... That really hurts. Hits. All right. And the... There's a little stuffing coming out of little Dilla's mouth. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I like how that was used as vomit earlier, and now it's also blood. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's every, everything inside me. All of my... All of my insides. And the gemstone recedes back into the stone again. It looks like it's moving more towards the center of the room than it was previously. Oh, shit. Oh, and uh, next is Blanton. Kill him. Blanton is livid. So Blanton is going to attack with its body. Are you doing a similar thing where you're slamming the floor? Um, no. no, no, no. It disappeared uh, again. It disappeared again? Yep. Okay, do I need to find it again? It wouldn't hurt. Unless you want to do something else, like prepare an action or something. Uh, 13, 19. A 19 Arcana check? Yes. Oh, yeah, you absolutely know where it is. It, it moved almost directly under Rainbow. Hey! Wow! <laughs> uh, okay, so I run over to Rainbow. Hey, girl. The golem's under you. <laughs> As I'm running towards Rainbow, and I am going to cast Gust with my claws, and I want to dig into the ground. Okay. How far do you get? Just give me a, just a general luck d20 roll to find out exactly. I rolled a natural fucking 20. <laughs> Eat shit. As you dig, you see a bright, shiny little backwards DL. Oh my god. I want to grab it. Okay, yeah, you, you latch onto it. And now I'm going to use uh, the gust spell to like, I, with my gust spell, I'm like pushing everything else away from it so I can just take it. Do I, do I have it I don't, in my hands? I don't think a gust spell would be strong enough to blow away solid rock. Okay, well, do I have the thing in my hand? You have a, a grasp on the gem, but it's still like embedded in the stone. You just exposed like its surface. I have a grasp on it. Yeah, you have. It's like in okay, your hand, okay, but you okay. can't pull it. It's still a part of the rock. I can I can I use a bonus action? Uh, go for it. Do you have something that is a bonus action? 
Yeah. So I'm livid because I'm beautiful and I took a lot of damage. So I am using Dragon's Breath, which is a se- which is a second level spell, and I'm sick of this golem. So it needs to. Well, I have it in my hands, so I make I uh it needs to make a dexterity saving check. Okay. Dex check. Dex check. I'm not, I'm gonna make it an automatic fail because it's stuck in the floor. It's not. I can't like move. All right, great. Um, yeah, so that's going to be do, 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 13 points of damage as I just vomit acid oh on this diamond. Wow. Yikes. So, yeah, I want I want this thing to pay for what it did to me. You see Rainbow Rainbow scowl at your acid breath. <laughs> oh, how gauche. <laughs> He's judging. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the rock around it starts to bubble and melt away a bit and it there's like a groan. The cavern starts to rumble. This thing looks really hurt. The and it's cavern? back up to cheese. Oh. Did it loosen it up any anymore? Yeah, I think it, it did loosen it up a little it bit. It did? Alright, cool. Um I probably can't do anything else like pull it out, but like Right, but I think if someone else were to try, they could have a much easier time prying it free. I was gonna say, uh like if anyone wants to like grab my shoulders and pull me out. Yeah, pull this five hundred pounds. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. Someone do like a running drop kick into my chest <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we'll pull out the diamond yeah yes. i'm ready what i have to do how Perfect. appropriate that you're the one there to do is. the drop kick i'm gonna try to drop kick the turtle okay. <laughs> never cook a turtle yes. in real life but i'm gonna kick this turtle uh, make me either an attack or a strength check do you want to do a I think an attack roll would be more likely to hit than a strength check, to be honest. Okay, go for it. All right. I'm going to use my rapier again. Does 24 hit? A rapier? You're going you're gonna to cut your turtle friend? I'm going to cut my turtle friend. I'm using the blunt end of the... To aid the drop kick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, like and rapier end, blunt end. The 24 does hit me. <laughs> okay. I would say roll for damage on your friend, but other than that, he's knocked backwards and prized this diamond loose from the earth. It's still covered in acid, though, so it's, like, not great to touch. Oh. I do need damage on this turtle, though. Yes. Oh, okay, it's an eight. Eight. Plus my sneak attack. Oh, you're 11, doing... so 19. Oh, you're... Uh... Well, because... Uh-huh. Ha- you didn't have to do the sneak attack. <laughs> didn't have to. I automatically do the sneak attack. <laughs> that was a choice. <laughs> okay, well, I am coughing up blood right now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> With a diamond in your hand. Oh, your insides. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. Yeah, I'm almost out for the count. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Shit. Is it my turn then? Yes, it is Dilla. No, no, no. Sorry. After cheese is rainbow. <laughs> oh, my bad. Are we still in initiative? Yes. There's a diamond in his hands. I think we have to destroy the diamond. It looks a little fucked up. I will try to take the diamond from him. Okay. I give it away. Okay. I'm going to turn my head and following his dragon's breath, I'm going to make mine. Mine is much more elegant. So (laughs) I'm gay. I'll turn to the side (laughs) and do my radiant breath weapon. It's like glittery rainbow. Excellent. But like you cover your face because you don't want us to see like you emitting like something from your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) 
clacks the fan open. Right, you know, like, keep your modesty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I'll do that to the... Is it a roll on my part or is it I mean, it's a dex save for it's, a diamond. It's going to be a fail. Just yeah. roll damage. Okay, that's 2d10. Oh, nice. Okay, that's nine radiant damage. As I just puke rainbows. Uh, as you're shining this super bright, glittery light onto the diamond, it's almost as if it's taking the light out of the gem itself. And it it just gets this dull, non-magical glow to it as it falls into your head. You no longer feel any magic coming from this gem. Yes! Killed. Yes! The The cave itself seems to still, and a rock wall that was along the back side crumbles and falls as the entire cave is shaking. Oh, to shit. reveal an opening on the back side okay. of the room. Um, Blanton is <laughs> bleeding, bitch. <laughs> um, like, he can't take a step without, like, coughing up blood. Oh, little Dilla will try and hold you up. Oh my god. It does nothing. <laughs> it does nothing. <laughs> Blanton is going to uh, put some rope, he wraps it around his waist, he gives it to Cheese, and he gives it to uh, uh, Rainbow Rainbow. And he says, I can't walk another step. And then he rescinds into his turtle shell. <laughs> I'm not carrying you. <laughs> <laughs> but he's carried you for so far. You won't do it. You're not carrying me. You are dragging me, though. <laughs> I'm just going to try to roll. I don't think I can pull that much. Okay, hear me out. Can we flip him over and then move on? Yeah, oh my like a, god. <laughs> like a strongman competition where they flip the tire. If you flip a turtle over, you, you'll kill me. You'll literally kill me. Can, He'll keep doing it. Can we, can we stop our quest and do a strongman competition? <laughs> I can only push drag or lift 330 pounds. I will, I will dump my flask of oil in front of the shell. That to make it slippery beautifully. enough. And then little Dilla will help. Okay. And they'll start then pulling too. To pull. ah, ah. <laughs> I'm going to say little Dilla is pulling, but you're standing on top of the shell while you're pulling. So you're actually <laughs> adding weight. Yes. yes. I'm helping. <laughs> so Ark has got this. It's pulling. It's a rough travel. I'm going to cut your movement speed in half while you're dragging this turtle. Okay, so my movement speed is 20. So you're standing in this wet cave and an opening just opened on the side with uh, what looks like a stone ledge jutting out into an open space. Are there any healing potions around this cave? <laughs> yeah, as the ceiling was rumbling, one of the glowing rocks falls down from the ceiling and it smells as if it has healing magic to it. I'll give you a fucking minor healing potion from it. I'm sorry I didn't go cleric like I almost did. <laughs> Maybe two? Maybe two healing potions? I, I need quite I, I have fifty health points and I'm down to nine. Oh, never mind. You can I'll have give it. You each never one mind. minor potion of healing. Oh fuck, we need it, dude? Okay, okay, okay. I haven't been touched, so I'm lucky, I think. Two D four plus two. Okay. Let's Oh shit. Okay. Alright, they gave me seven points. So I'm still bleeding. I'm still one. coughing up blood, but it's like, you know, it's like less. And like, you know, maybe um, maybe the blood is like a slow trickle instead of like a river. 
Yeah, mine's just like a little fluff as opposed to a big fluff. Mm-hmm. Right, great. Little Dilla hops on their squirrel. Oh, man. Goes off into the doorway. It's great, right? Wait, you said it's a ledge? It's a... The wall kind of collapsed, and behind it you see a ledge jutting out into an open space. Oh, I want to throw the rest of my ball bearings out on it. On the ledge? Spread it out as wide as I can. Okay. Yeah, you, you, there's a bunch of ball bearings on the ledge. It's going to make it easier to roll the turtle, I guess. Oh. Excellent! I thought we had to get across the ledge. I thought we had to go... I thought there was an invisible bridge. Maybe I just threw my ball bearings over the edge. <laughs> did you throw your ball bearing over the <laughs> edge? I did. Okay. You don't hear anything. It just it falls. Uh, don't go down. Don't go down. Are you approaching <laughs> it? Or did you just chuck something Are out there? Are you volunteering? I just, I just chucked something off of it. That was the whole point of it. Fuck. Now I'll approach it. I want to look all the way down. Okay. As you approach, you feel an intense burst of hot, dry air hit you. And you can smell oh. like a char. The ledge is hovering over a large circular room lit from below. And if you look down, you can see that light is coming from bubbling, boiling lava. As oh. you feel the flames, flames on the side of your face as the cliffside drops. Yes. You have found Madeline Volcano. Can I, I just, I just got what the name is, Brandon. And I love this so fucking much. Thank you. Oh. I don't get it. It's from... Yeah, you wouldn't. You're too young. Tim Curry and Clue. Flames. Flames on the side of my face. When I introduced it, I was like, the the heaving, heaving, breathless... Oh, I appreciate you so much now, Brandon. Sometimes jokes are just for me, but I'm glad you got it. Oh, no. (laughs) So good. So good. Anyway. Oh, this is where we needed to go. I lost all my ball bearings for fucking no reason. Ashes need to go down there. We need to throw it into Madeline Khan. Khan Volcan Volcano. Madeline Falcano. Um, who has the ashes? Not it. Yeah. Chuck them where I chucked my ball bearings. I thought Cheese did have them. Didn't you hip check little Dilla to catch them? Oh I did. <laughs> Do you guys forget the ashes? Do you leave them back in the <laughs> That's it, folks? <laughs> I'm not going back. Fuck it. <laughs> I begrudgingly take them out. Okay. Toss them, toss them in the fire. In Bye. the volcano. You won't be missed. <laughs> <laughs> I assume you toss the jar over the edge. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, it falls 10, 15 feet until it shatters on a hard surface. And the, <gasps> the, the volcanic floor starts to flicker and it fades away. And it reveals a rocky cavern. What? It was a hallucinatory terrain. No. And oh, as it disappears, shit. the floor <laughs> below is painted in a large summoning circle, spanning the length of the floor, painted in blood. What? You're awful so and I Joel? hate you. If you summon Joel, there are I cultists swear to God. wearing black rough cloth robes, so well done. standing oh at every God. point of the star pattern, holding candles and chanting, uh. <laughs> No. <laughs> A cloaked figure stands at the center of the circle and says, I hate to show up out of the blue uninvited. (laughs) As he lowers his hood and you immediately recognize Del. What the fuck? He unties his rope belt, drops the robes, and reveals a fully naked body covered from the neck down in tattoos. All of the surrounding cultists do the same to reveal their various levels of tattooed bodies. Hateful. Yeah. 
Oh my god. We needed three things to complete our ritual. Uh, untainted blood voluntarily given. The remains of Lord Joyle. And a big ass diamond. Thank you for bringing those here. I couldn't fight that thing. It, it might have hurt me. And you see Bar. a cultist walk into the room from a door on the floor carrying the large branded diamond from the creature you had just killed. Now the ritual can begin. Thank you for doing most of the work. <laughs> Del touches the ashes from the shattered fighting on the floor, holds up his hand, and you see that he still had the teleportation ring. You guys never asked for it from him. Oh my gosh. And he disappears, along with everybody else that was down there. Oh shit. Fuck. Cave is empty. You guys are alone. Oh man. What a what a what a what a whirlwind. I'm not telling the queen. It's not on me. I'll tell the queen. As you guys are debating this, there's a loud crash from the center of that room where the, the summoning circle was painted, where a two-story house made of wood and stone with a stained glass door now appears with a chair on the porch as a short woman with long salt and pepper hair bursts out of the door, looking up at your group. Hello, I am Animik. This is Magic Boutique. Terra sent me. You fucked up big time. Get in Boutique. We have to get back now. Oh, I know you! <laughs> what up? Yes, it's very good. We'll tell your fortune later. Get in Boutique. Yes! I'm gonna get in the blood bread box. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Arkel, jump down. Yeah. She she throws up a rope ladder. You guys are fine. You can get down safely and, and get inside the house. I mean, Ark can reduce any falling damage by 30 anyways, so keep just <laughs> Sorry, I forgot you're so gay that you just float down. Lol. <laughs> 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 I gave all. Right. <laughs> Lands with a nice coffee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she gets you healed up, and then you head back to the queendom. And I'm going to say that's where our adventure ends. Damn. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Goodness. That was so good, and also I hate it. <laughs> right? Oh, man. We totally brought back Joel. Yeah. Hate. Oh, incredible. And I genuinely did not see that coming at all. I was, when I saw I on like, the character good. sheet that Joel was one of your options, I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That was so fun, Brandon. Yeah, that was. Yeah. God, I'm glad you guys liked it. Tara's Tara's angels. Tara's angels. With new, with sometimes new angels. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Tara's got a lot of angels. It's the entire guild. Yeah, a girl's gotta have <laughs> options. It's trial and error is what it is, because some of us did, don't do good jobs. <laughs> yeah, let's not bring Little Dilla back. <laughs> I was helpful. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um, there was someone that was very helpful, and it wasn't you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure as usual, so our guest was the best at combat. <laughs> you're, you're, right. you're, you're giving very much, look what I can do, you know, like. Oh. Okay, so that's where we're going to end our very first session of Terra's Angels, what I like to personally call the Cult of Skinner. Uh, we will be continuing the storyline, and I'm really excited to see what characters come in and out of our campaign, but. It'll be interesting to see where this goes. And Rainbow Rainbow is my new favorite character. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thanks for joining us, Garrett. It was very fun. Do we want a one, two, three, bye? Bye. 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 Bye.